you said you'd come. Lawrence, hope you're not too late. We know each other. He's a friend from work. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode number 63 of the Wulong Talks podcast. Hi, my name's Jason. I'm the host of the show, as you know. And I'm joined this evening once again by the returning wrestling kid, aka Rich Kid. Rich Kid, say what's up, man. What's happening? And I'd like to add, I mean, I actually don't wrestle anymore. So can I get a new nickname? Like a cooler one. <laughs> what's, wrong, what's wrong with the wrestling kid, man? <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I, I used to wrestle and now I don't wrestle. So I shouldn't be called the wrestling kid anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's that's well well we can no, we should we should probably still keep it, you know, keep it as like we're a little um Easter egg for the OGs who've been listening to us from day one, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think you should just go F yourself. So <laughs> <laughs> Hey listeners, well welcome back to Wulong Talks. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Um what we do here is we love to talk about movies, comic books, TV shows, and pop culture news, uh, give our own unique spin and take on that. And we like to educate and entertain. Um, and hopefully that's what we'll be doing today on today's podcast, because today we're talking about the biggie. We're talking about Avengers Endgame. Uh, we've finally got the, the new trailer uh, released this week. Um, I've watched it about six times. Rich, I'm sure you've watched it more than that. So we're going to break all of that down for the listeners and let them know what we thought of the trailer and give some thoughts on maybe potential theories for how things will play out and all of that kind of good stuff, basically. But first of all, I mean, Rich, it's been a little while since we've been together, man. Um, for those of you who have been listening to us and have been following us whilst we've been on the little hiatus, thank you for being patient with us. Um, as you may or may not know, if you follow us on, on social media, I've uh, recently uh, had a little boy enter my family or, well, my wife gave birth to a little boy. Um, and, you know, he's been a real blessing and, and a bundle of joy. And um, fatherhood has, has hit me like a truck. So like, <laughs> I'm still kind of adjusted to everything in relation to that. Um, hence the reason why we, we haven't really been around. But... But, you know, it's been a beautiful thing, man. It's been a beautiful thing, and um, it really has. And, um, you know, I, 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 it's something that, you know, for those of you that, that know me personally will know this has been a long journey for, for myself and my wife to, to get to this point that we're at now. Um, so, you know, now we're here, it, it come, we're kind of at the stage where it, it all feels a little bit surreal and, and, you know, it doesn't quite feel as if this is really happening almost, you know. Um, but uh, those of you who are parents who are listening and, and Rich, I'm, I, I know um, you felt this way as well when, when Luca was born. It, It's, you know, you kind of, there's a little period where you're still sort of like, wow, this this just, is this happening to me? Is this a movie? Is it a TV show? You know, is this a dream? Like what what's going on here, you know? Mm. 
so yeah, I'm still kind of adjusting to to all of that, basically, listeners. But um, yeah, as I said, we're we're definitely going to still keep the Wulong Talks bandwagon going. Um, as I said, the the podcast might be a little bit sporadic in terms of um, release times and things like that. So you know, don't expect a a rigid schedule of of releases from us over the next couple of weeks, simply because, as I said, we, we I'm just adjusting to to daddy business basically but rich how you been man how's everything been with you um have you been up to anything interesting since you last been on i've been waiting for you guys to have your damn baby that's what, <laughs> I, that's, that's what i've been up to <laughs> um no I've, I've actually been kind of kind of calm to be honest i mean you know like we've mentioned before on a podcast you know we wish this you know wulong talks and and bebop rewatch could could be the main part of you know or the main jobs of our lives but unfortunately we've got other mundane mundane jobs that we need to do to uh, you know to pay the bills and stuff um so i've recently got a promotion at work so that's kind of been taken up my time um so the amount of geekery that i'd like to participate in has, has kind of been halved if, if anything i've still been reading the comics obviously that's you know that's my addiction that's my crack cocaine um and uh still you know, watching TV and TV shows, which I say rarely, and then a few films here and there. So I'm, I've watched Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so that that was really really good. And I recently, and I just finished yesterday. Love was it? Um, Love, Death, and Ro- Robots on Netflix. Oh yeah, I haven't started that yet. Yeah, that that's that's a really really good anthology. And I mean, trying not to, you know, I, I, when I when I start talking, I don't stop, but just. I'm sure we'll do a review on that on that show in in itself. When you watch it, Jay, you'll understand the reason why. Oh, but definitely. Some of these episodes of this anthology are like seven minutes long, mm. and, I, and I watched like a seven minute story. You know, whether it's you know some some form of Japanese animation or like, <laughs> and I go, hey, this is seven minutes long. How's it better than Justice League? <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't take much to be better than Justice League, does it? Let's, yeah, let's yeah. be frank. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that you brought that up actually, because I'll, I'll just mention to you as well, listeners. We we are, um, you know, we we are planning on doing a DC special episode um, that will be coming up soon. We haven't forgotten about that. Um, you know, obviously Aquaman has has been and gone from the cinemas, and and we have our thoughts on that that we'll share with you. Um, we have Shazam coming out next month as well, which I'm hoping to try and squeeze in a, a cinema visit to see that. So we should have a review for that, um, and we'll just do like a, a general kind of DC chat as well to catch up with the news there for for DC movies and TV because a lot has been happening in the last couple of weeks alone, really. With yeah. That. So. So yeah, there's definitely um, a lot of things we'll we'll catch up on with with that because I know Rich, you've been watching a bit of Doom Patrol as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to finish that. Jesus. Mm. So um, yeah, there's definitely stuff that, that that we need to talk about. So yep, for the DC fans, uh, stick with us. We we will get there, um, and we will talk about all of that. And obviously, Captain Marvel as well. I mean, um, myself and Richard have unfortunately not been able to see the movie yet because of, as Rich said, because of the job and. Um, you know, my situation. So we, we've not really had much opportunity, but we're hoping to check it out this week. So again, in, in the next week or so, we should have um, a non-spoilers review. Hopefully Richard will be able to get a non-spoilers review out for you guys. Um, yeah. And then we'll do a more deeper discussion. Um, we're actually going to be joined 
on that discussion. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Rich, but we're going to have a, a, a guest, um, a fellow podcaster, uh, M from the Verbal Diorama podcast, which I, I recommended on the last episode um, okay. for you guys to listen to and check out. So she's going to join us as well to talk about um, Captain Marvel as well. So we'll have a big uh, discussion yeah, about no, that. Yeah, you have mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, she's like a captain. Well, she's like a handful of like a Cap Captain Marvel fan. Yes, um, yeah, no, no. yeah, okay, all right. So oh, yeah, okay. she she's gonna join us soon. So that that'll be fun. So we'll definitely get that done. But as said, we're here to talk about Avengers Endgame. So let's kick off with that. As said, we got the trailer this week. Um, it broke all kinds of records. I think it got viewed 268 million times in 24 hours, which is almost double the amount of the the biggest, the previous biggest, which I think was it. Um, so yeah, I mean, to say this movie is anticipated by people is 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 an understatement. Um, I guess the the first thing we need to address though is obviously the fact that you know this isn't the first trailer strictly speaking in the sense that we did get a teaser trailer um a little while ago and then we got a super bowl trailer um and you might be thinking well you know why didn't we talk about that then well i mean from my point of view i i i felt that we didn't really have a lot to talk about necessarily from those trailers um i felt there were good trailers and you know they were good in the sense that they didn't give away a single thing but it meant that there wasn't really much that we could talk about other than um you know kind of how maybe we excited we were for the movies themselves but um you know when we do our trailer reviews and as you know those of you who listen to us know that we like to do you know quite in-depth trailer reviews when we talk about trailers um they just the russos just weren't giving us anything to work with so <laughs> So really, we didn't feel a, a, a need to necessarily do like a, a podcast. But as I said, now we've got a full trailer here. We can do a full review of the trailer. So let's jump right into it. Um, Rich, what was your kind of overall thoughts of the trailer? I mean, once you the the, the trailer finished playing, um, did you scream? <laughs> did you uh, punch the air? Did you think, uh -huh. You know what's this all about or you know were you kind of like even more amped like what what, what was your initial reaction when you saw it I, I was just it was i was just I was, not, I was hyped i'm not gonna lie but in such a calm manner as in like i looked at the trailer and i just thought to myself so i thought to myself this is it like when we know the name we know what the title of the film is is, is endgame but we we know it's not the end. This is the, this is the big you know, the beginning of the end for the beginning or for a new beginning, um, and it, it was just beautiful. I mean, the one thing I got from it is that the Avengers aren't playing. Like mm. every like every all roads lead to this. I'm not sure if, if that was in like one of the other trailers or if if that's a line from one from one of the Avengers films or anything. But it just shows you how far. The whole franchise in itself has come from when you see like young Robert Downey Jr. You know, in the desert from Iron Man One. You know, Thor from you know with his dyed eyebrows. In the first <laughs> Thor, That's you know. so weird, <laughs> <laughs> it's odd, isn't it? It's just like like well, I wonder um, why they decided to do that. That's just such an odd thing to do. But hmm. yeah, so yeah, and and um yeah, and and it and it just made me excited because I mean the, the main thing is this is that um it seems to focus a lot on the the main Avengers. Mm. Which is, I'm sure that's some form of, because even though we know that there's quite a few other members that survived the, the, the Infinity Snap from Infinity War, 
um, and we know that they're going to be part of the part of the gang. But it does seem to focus on the core group that we meet in Avengers Assemble, if depending on which country you're coming from. Mm. So I'm really interested to see how how that how that's going to pan out. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, it it just felt emotional. It felt like the end of like like the end of a book. Mm. So so I so I've always considered I've always said this. I consider each phase to be like one massive chapter in a book and then this book's going to end boom and that's going to be book one and then after avengers endgame uh chapter one for book two will start and that will be called whatever it's going to be called i don't know so uh, yeah it, it's emotional man it, it, it definitely is emotional and uh, I, I can't wait to see it to be honest mm-hmm yeah no same same i'm just like when i finished kind of watching the trailer i was like i need to see that again and i played it again <laughs> and then i watched it the second time and i was like i need to see that again and i played it again for a third time um but yeah yeah i mean you're right this this story is very much the the story or certainly from the way the trailer is presenting it this very much feels like the story of um you know the <coughs> the og avengers if you want to call them that you know the originals the guys who um who made up the team in uh, avengers assemble um and I, I suppose it's only right because you know that's where kind of the, the story started um one of the things i liked was you know the, the kind of callbacks that you mentioned earlier on in um you know early in the trailer we get the the, the callbacks to iron man one um and to four to captain america the first avenger um and you get you know like the voiceover with um peggy carter um, saying, you know, how we can't, um, I, I can't remember the actual quote now, but she says something like, we can't change, um, we can't change the past or, or something like that. The only thing you can do is keep going forward. Or, yeah, or something. yeah. So, um, that kind of, I was like, hmm, are they trying to tell us something about the movie with, with that? Um, but we'll get into the, like, uh, thoughts and, things on, on theories and stuff in a minute but um you know that i kind of i i loved that sense that you know the mcu is is moving forward and and like you said um you know this is not only is this the end of of this book but it's also almost the launching point for a new chapter it's it's the start of, of something new which is um even more exciting for those of us who've been you know on this wild ride with Marvel Studios for for ten years and you know twenty twenty odd films. Um, this is the, the the point where I guess yeah we we reached the end game as as the title says you know and and that really kind of um, that really got to me <laughs> yeah that really got mm-hmm. to me but um, yeah as you said you know the, the the trailer is emotional it's it's you know it it does a great job of kind of and this is why you know I wanted so badly to talk about this trailer is because this trailer does a great job of balancing kind of um giving you just enough information to 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 whet the appetite and to get you know the wheels turning in in your geek brain but but doesn't really doesn't spoil anything from the movie at all um you know I couldn't really think of anything any kind of spoiler that I could glean from that you know there's there was um, you know, theories and, and things that, that popped out to me, which as I said, we'll talk about in a minute, but, um, you know, there was, there was no giveaways and it was so refreshing as well, because with, with a lot of trailers nowadays, they seem to be trying to kind of almost tell you the exact 
structure of the movie as in, as in you know the plot and when at what point certain things are going to happen in the plot and so on whereas watching this i got the impression that you know anything could happen at any time and clearly it wasn't filmed in in a chronological order or edited in a chronological order it, you know it's clear that they've decided to kind of mess around a bit with um time and and, and time and, and timing of, of the film so as to avoid spoilers i guess but also to kind of keep the audience on their toes and i love that um so yeah you know the, the trailer for me as i said was was terrific loved it loved it man um what did you think about you know going back to kind of the <clears throat> the beginning of the trailer where we get kind of the callbacks to um those earlier MCU movies and with the focus on sort of Iron Man Captain America and, and Thor yeah um what did you think about those callbacks in in a sense that did you think they were trying to give us clues about what they were going to do with with the movie in terms of the plot and, and where it's going to go um, or did you think that was just kind of like, um, I guess, providing some context for for where the story is at and 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 where potentially you know it's going? Well, I, I think I think if anything, it is basically just a reminder that obviously, like I said, the trailer kind of concentrates on the core members, but then Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man—they're, I mean, well, they're the MCU's version of DC's Holy Trinity. So mm. anybody's out there who doesn't know who, what the Holy Trinity is in DC, um, the Holy Trinity is Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Um, to some people, the Holy Trinity may be the Son, the Father, and the Holy Ghost. And then to some people, the Holy Trinity may be uh, Star Wars, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. <laughs> right yeah. now, today, we're talking about Endgame. So I think it's just a reminder of those two characters, like I said, that basically started this story franchise whatever you want to call it because if anything they're the only members that have had solo movies uh well i mean in the first phase right mm. um yeah so so i so i think i think it's just i think it's just more of like just showing you those guys i remember when in the dark avengers comic book when norman osborne was creating his own version version of the avengers and he was calling them each each character, each of those three characters, who's calling something something specific, and if you don't have those three characters in in an Avengers team, then the team will crumble. So mm. I think it was basically like you have like the the soldier or the leader, um, which is Captain America. Then you have the god who walks amongst men, uh, but is closer to men than you know you know than 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 it seems possible. And then you have obviously like you know the inventor, the tinkerer, the person who can make everything right. And once you get those three people together. You know your your team is basically unstoppable. So I think it's just uh, it's just a reminder that those guys number one started the franchise, and also for a long time they haven't really been on the same page. Hmm. Not since like Civil War. Uh, I mean, the last time you probably saw them really really working together when they managed to pull off the when they managed to pull off the, the unimaginable was Age of Ultron. The minute they had any form of like disagreement, as much as each of them were doing well in their own right, they weren't doing at their best. The last time we saw Thor by himself, he was getting worked by by Thanos. The last time we saw Captain America, you know, he he was basically on the run. He was a you know, in quotation marks, he was a nomad. The last time we saw Iron Man, he was like you know, you know, the guy that you love to hate. So I, I think it's just that reminder that you need these three people 
to be together in order to be able to pull this off. Mm. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of what kind of like what I got from that that call back to you know the, to the the brief little history lesson that we've got for those characters. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man, I would agree with that as well, and I I, I loved um, the the little callbacks that that they brought in there because it as you said it reminded you of of um you know of those three characters what they kind of what their beginnings have been and and kind of the the, the emotional journeys and um you know the 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 character development that they've gone over over the course of um the MCU from phase 1 to 3 so it was nice to kind of see that play out and to see how um uh you know the the movie was kind of acknowledging where these characters have come from and 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 how far they've they've gotten to um which was kind of cool as well um one of the things we we got a, a closer look at in this trailer was um clint barton's character uh hawkeye um played by jeremy renner who looks to have adopted uh, a different persona for this movie um we haven't i, I don't know if officially um he's been referred to by the comic book name of, of Ronin. Um, but I know a lot of people have been referring to him as that. And certainly in terms of his costume design, it's very similar to uh, the comic book Ronin in, in a way. And in the trailer, it, it appears that we kind of see him um, in Japan. Um, Rich, can you just like, for the, the benefit of people who don't know, explain a little bit about um, what the Ronin character is um, and what that persona is that, that um, Clint Barton, aka Hawkeye, uh, adopted in in previous comic books. Well, the the character of Ronan is is actually is is is, is an is an alias that's been used by quite a few different people. Mm. Um, and it's one of those things where I, I I mean I've been I was a fan of Ronan before the character was even unmasked. I just, I just loved the look of it, well the the look of the character and the the brashness of the character as well. Um, and they and it and it's weird because it seems it feels that everybody who's actually taken on this mantle automatically just falls into that character, mm. whether it's been you know uh, I think Electra has been has Electra been character ruining. Sorry, sorry, listeners, this has been quite a few years since last time I I did any well read any of these stories. But I know that obviously Clinton Barton's been the character. Um, Echo, who's a Daredevil villain or love mm. interest villain hero. Has 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 been as has, has also been a character as well, but it's it's more of it's a way for a character to hide in plain sight while they come into terms with themselves or they need to do something in particular which they can't do uh, in their normal character. Mm. Um, so that's the best way to describe Ronin. Uh, what you also can describe it as is that when the character was was created, I think it was by Brian Michael Bendis. It was um. It was just like one of those characters where, because we didn't know who it was, it was like for six months, people were going like, oh my God, who's Ronin? Mm. Oh my God, who's Ronin? And it was making people buy comic books. But the payoff in the end, you know, it, it worked out quite well. So the character of Ronin was Clint Barton when he was brought back to life after he was killed by the Scarlet Witch during the House of M um, event, which happened in Marvel Comics quite a few, few years back, mm. um, in which the Scarlet Witch basically altered the whole of the of the of the, of the Marvel universe, um, and when he came back, he he almost had like a, a you know he had a crisis in which he didn't know where he belonged in a world at which at some point he had actually died and he remembers dying and then coming back to life. So he had to go and he had to go and do a bit of soul searching. And the best way to do that he thought was by nobody knowing who he was, 
but still doing what he does best. Um, and he chose the character of, of Ronin. And Ronin is basically a masterless samurai. Um, so he's neither here nor there, uh, but he is everywhere. And he's just trying to do what he does, you know, just to live. Um, it's almost the same. It's, it's the same equivalent as to um, when Captain America stopped, when Steve Rogers stopped being Captain America and he became Nomad. So mm. Nomad is a man who is without a country, but lives in any country he's in and, and survives. Um, yeah, I, I really I really liked the character of Ronin. I mean, but I think Blade has been Ronin at some point throughout the character's history as well. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope I hope they, they do make the character of Ronin in this film, just because I think that Hawkeye hasn't been given the chance to shine. Hmm. Everybody in every, every every character, I think, in every single MCU film has at some point had a chance to share. And the closest we got to it was in Age of Ultron, you know, the bit where he gives the speech um, yeah. to Scarlet Witch about being an Avenger. And somewhat in that in the Age of Ultron, I think I think especially like the second half, um, after everybody's been been mind wiped or been brainwashed and they've done all the craziness, he does show a lot more character. But at the same time, we want to see him be we, we want to see him throw down. We want to see him do some some badness because, mm. like he says in that in that scene when he's talking to to the Scarlet Witch, you know, I'm on a floating city, fighting against robots, and I've got a bow and arrow. Yeah, we want to mm. see why. We've seen a bit of it in a, you know in Avengers Assemble. We've seen a bit of it in Age of Ultron. Um, we've you know we've been teased with it in you know Civil War, but I really want to see him go down that path of like, okay, cool this is the reason why Nick Fury has him on this team, or this is the reason why Nick Fury has used him in so many missions. This is the reason why he's able to go back to back with Black Widow and be respected. Hmm. So I'm, you know, th that's, those, those are my fingers crossed for, for that character in particular. Hmm. Yeah, no doubt, man. And um, you mentioned Black Widow as well. I mean, and, and we get um, quite a few kind of snippets in the trailer of um, interactions between him and, and Black Widow. Um, it looks like if I had to guess, um, and I am guessing because I, I don't know this for sure, but um, it looks like maybe to me, um, Hawkeye's family perhaps have been affected by the, the decimation after Thanos snapped his fingers at the end of Infinity War and perhaps something bad has happened because they show you that um, clip of him sort of training his daughter and then the very next shot is him um, taking on what we think is is their own in persona and and um basically looking like he's he's ready to murder people yeah. um so you get you know a couple of scenes with him interacting with black widow and i i get the the feeling that maybe um in this movie you know for hawkeye um to kind of be more of a, a of a pivotal character in this they're going to kind of pair him up with with black widow and have the two of them um you know whether it's they have a separate side mission or or they're responsible for a specific part of um uh, of the avengers plan to to undo what thanos has done um it get it you kind of get the feeling that those two are going to get to do their spy thing together which i'm really looking forward to um like you simply because as said uh hawkeye is a character that we've kind of got glimpses of of what he can do and and kind of what he's about but we've never really kind of dived that deeply into um 
his psyche and you know and what kind of drives him and things like that so um you know this trailer definitely seems to to show us that he's going to play a, a big part in this story so i'm really really looking forward to that as well man um one of the things that, that kind of stood out to me as well rich and i i don't know if you got a sense of this um but it really seems to me as if um they're quite heavily sort of hinting at the avengers perhaps um using time travel or some kind of dimensional travel to change things i say that because of um you know the 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 fact that they use the peggy carter quote at the beginning where um you know she says says you can't go back you have to keep going forward and to me it felt like that was there was a very deliberate reason for them including that um phrase in in the trailer that it wasn't just something that they 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 put in there that you know there was there was something they were trying to tell the audience i think um and also obviously inevitably with these things you get leaks um coming out and you know we've had um thanks to you know some of the merchandising that came out a couple of months ago um we've learned that um you know the the avengers will probably be doing some some quantum realm travel um so you know from your kind of like geek perspective um and based on kind of like the comic books and and what we learned about the quantum realm from ant-man and the wasp um do you think that there's a, a a basis for that do you think that's that people are on the right track when they say that you know time travel is is going to feature in in the story because the russos really haven't said anything um yeah. they they've stayed tight-lipped they've they've not let anything drop about that but mm. um do you think that there's a possibility that maybe that's what they're, they're going to do that they're going to go back in time maybe to try and um somehow figure out a way to to i don't know maybe get the stones before thanos does or, or or something like that i don't know it's it's weird because it's such an like like i said everybody is kind of latched onto this quantum realm thing um which you know which isn't a bad thing you know great minds think alike but then at the same time knowing how the russos go about things it almost does seem a bit too easy you know what I mean? So I think mm. even if there is some form of time travel, I'm sure that I'm sure it's going to be done in a particular way where you're just going to be like, okay, wow, I, I didn't I didn't see that shit happening. Um, I mean, I, I've sat down and, and brainstormed a million and one times, even before this trailer came out, um, just about how they, they might be able to, you know, to you know, to um, to rectify things. I mean, at one point, I was even saying that. I thought to myself that maybe it might not even be just about just simple time travel. Could it be a different set of Avengers? Hmm. So some of the Avengers that we see in this trailer are they the Avengers that we actually know? Could it could it be you know they, they've already hinted at you know mo the, the multi the multiverse is multiverse hmm. from DC, but you know but like other you know in Infinity War hmm. when Doctor Strange does the whole you know I looked in different realities using the Time Stone and you know you know we we we, we lose all of them apart from one. So are these Avengers even our Avengers? Mm. I mean, it, it's weird. I don't know. But I think if it's just a simple, straight time travel story, I, I might be disappointed. Mm. Just say it. Well, I mean, it depends. It depends on how they, they do it. I mean, um, you know, time travel is, is one of those things that's um, it's been explored 
like countless times in you know in yeah. pop culture in in books comic books movies tv shows you know every kind of um sci-fi medium you can think of as at some point you know touched on yeah. time travel it's it's i think it's one of those things that still kind of fascinates people um you know the the idea of being able to to leave um one point in time and travel to another point in time and and perhaps view things again from the past is is something that i think intrigues people a lot yeah um so it's something that you know i can i can i could imagine them you know incorporating that in some way um but i think you might also be onto something in terms of like the idea of alternate dimensions as you said um you know doctor strange was a movie that um you know, introduced us to the idea that, you know, there's not just one dimension, there's there's countless dimensions. Um, and as I said, Ant-Man and the Wasp explained how, um, you know, time moves very differently within the quantum realm than it does within, you know, our reality and our understanding of reality. Um, so with what those two films have done, you know, clearly, again, those things weren't done by mistake or or in just a throwaway kind of way. You know, they're, they're obviously hinting at, uh, something bigger um and perhaps maybe you maybe you've kind of hit the, the nail on the head that there's there's going to be a marriage of those two different ideas that you know maybe there's some way they they use the quantum realm um to travel to you know not necessarily perhaps back in time but maybe to a different reality where you know the avengers also exist but have kind of gone down maybe some very different paths and um one of the the ideas that that becomes quite prevalent in in time travel when you read a lot of time travel theory and things like that is the idea that um you know when an individual time travels they don't necessarily physically time travel they almost metaphysically time travel in a sense that um you know you and, and i rich if we were to time travel back to this time last year um you know when we arrive at this time last year we'd still be us in terms of our, our, our consciousness but we'd be in inhabiting our our bodies from a year ago if that makes yeah. sense yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. um so perhaps there's you know some kind of jiggery pokery that's that's, that's going to be done with with the movie in that regard mm. to maybe send some of the avengers back to their older uh, or to the younger bodies um to key events that that happened within the mcu's history yeah. um and perhaps things are, are kind of done from there or as you said you know it's, it's quite plausible that maybe they they go and get you know a tony stark from an alternative timeline yeah. who maybe has had a very different set of experiences and as a result of that has some information that they can use so they go and see a tony stark from a different time mm. or they go and see a four from a different time or a, a captain america from a different time and so on and so forth so so it, you know that i find quite quite fascinating to me um really really fascinating um i'm sure listeners you, you you've probably heard lots of like the the spoilers that have been going around well th we don't know that they're actually spoilers they're potential spoilers it's the usual kind of internet um uh, internet in the nose i suppose is the best way to put it who who claim that you know they've worked on the film they've seen a script they did this they did that they did the other and there's lots of theories flying around as to kind of what uh, has happened and each person claiming that, that their theory is legitimate um i would say to to you in regards to that treat them all with a pinch of salt um 
you know, sometimes some people do have some information that turns out to be correct, and sometimes it's completely wrong. Um, you know, bear in mind, I remember when um, when Civil War was coming out, I remember somebody, um, I think about five months before it was due to release, somebody posted on 4chan, um, yeah, good old 4chan, that, that paragon of, <laughs> of <laughs> virtue and, and honesty. Um, yeah, for, somebody posted on 4chan what they said was, you know, the, the spoiler plot for, for Civil War. And I think only about 30% of it turned out to be true or, or, you know, turned out to be what was in the final film. Um, most of it read like a lot of fan fiction, to be honest. Um, and then I also remember with Infinity War, there was um, somebody who posted uh, a plot spoiler as well. And I think this was on Reddit. Um, and I read it and infinity and the, the story turned out completely differently to, to what that person posted. But then again, there was somebody else who posted spoilers um, two weeks before Infinity War came out. And that person had clearly seen the final film because everything they said was was in that movie. Yeah. Um, so that was somebody who must have have, have gone to because I think with Infinity War there was a number of like kind of charity showings and and things like that. So obviously that person had seen the finished film. Um, but yeah, I would say to you know be, be careful with uh, traversing the internet. Um, avoid uh, anything that looks a bit dodgy. I mean, if you don't mind spoilers, then sure, by all means, read it. Um, you know, and 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 as I said, take it with a pinch of salt because it doesn't necessarily mean that the person who's posting it is is on the right track. Sometimes, sometimes people just like to make shit up because that's what they do. So <laughs> you know, don't fall into those traps. Mm. But um, yeah, I mean, mo moving on from that, um, what characters are you kind of most looking forward to to seeing really in in the movie? And um, you know, is there anybody whose arc? I mean, particularly if you've think of like the OG Avengers, mm. um, the core five. Um, is there anybody's kind of story arc that you're really looking forward to kind of seeing come to a conclusion here or? Well, all of them. I mean, Tony Stark and Captain America. I mean, like I said, I mean, while you were talking, I was actually just brainstorming and thinking about what they, you know, the whole thing in regards to, let's say, to time travel. Mm. Um, and wow. Okay, cool. I just had the wickedest brain fart. All right, because so, if you think about it, I mean, there's always there's always been this speculation about you know whether Robert Downey Jr. is, is going to stay in the MCU and Chris Evans hasn't got hasn't got a contract um, signed up and he says you know he's looking to leave. Um, I think in itself, until it happens, that could easily just be a play on words. So it could literally just be a thing of that. You know, for example, um, Chris Evans isn't going to be playing Captain America anymore because he's not going to be Captain America. He's going to be known as like Steve Rogers, Super Soldier, like I was in the comic books for a few years ago. And, you know, Bucky Barnes ended up being Captain America while, while that thing was happening. But let's not let's not go down that route. I'm just saying that it could just be a way just to throw us off, off a sense. Mm. But the way how they have been focusing on these two, it would make sense just for the simple fact that they are two, they, they're, you know, they're, different sides of the same coin and they're much closer in character than they think uh, in regards to like pushing a plot. You've got one person who's constantly thinking of the future and, and a way to be better and to make things better and to make things safer uh, in Iron Man, you know, where they're being creating suits in creating Ultron because he's seen what the worst is, you know, what the, what the worst can bring. Um, 
And then you've got Captain America who thinks in the same way, but he's from the past. So you see what I'm trying to say? So like mm, they mm. both come from different ends of the spectrum and meet in the middle, but you know, just due to character personalities, they just seem to clash. Mm. Um, so I'd like to see those guys' arcs resolved, especially considering the way how it ended last um, in Civil War. Um, and to be honest, all of the OG Avengers, I'd like mm. to see like to see the like to see the end of the arcs. I'd like to I'd like to find out what happened in Budapest mm. with, with, with Hawkeye and Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'd like to I'd like to see Thor finally become that king or realize that maybe being a king isn't for him and you know, you know, and just go about his business. Um I'd like to see the you know the the, the resolve between Banner and Hulk and to see if this brings a completely different character, you know, you know, to the boards for you know for the next phase. Um, what I really want to see, and this is me just thinking about different pos- possibilities that may happen in a film, I want to see different Avengers come to the plate. I want to see people go to fight against Thanos, and it's just not one set of Avengers, it's all different types of Avengers. And when they all go to fight after one team, let's say one team's just been sparked, and like you know, and then Captain America, like we see in the trailer, he puts his you know, he puts his arm in the shield and his, his face is all covered in dirt. And then Thanos goes, you know, you know, you you're the person that stood that that stood um, last to me um, when I first got this gauntlet on. What more do you hope to do now? Blah 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 blah. And you just hear in the background, you know, you know, we're here to revenge, and you hear somebody giving a speech or how do you think you're gonna do this? And then Tony Stark comes and goes, you know, like the old man said, together, and it just pans out, and you've got different sets of Avengers from different timelines and alternate realities. Oh my God! I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That that would. I think that would. I think a, a lot of people would need a cigarette after that. <laughs> if that happens, a lot of people are gonna need a cigarette in the <laughs> and a change yeah. of underwear. <laughs> yeah, literally. because because I keep on thinking to myself as well. The only person who hasn't been affected by the gem for the from the OGs is Tony Stark. Mm. He, I mean, he's had as much interaction as, as other people have. Um, maybe he's had about the same amount of interaction as Captain America has, but and yet he's the only person who hasn't fallen to the, the munitions of, of any of the, of any, of any of the gems. Mm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just putting out there. This, this is, this is me just brainstorming out. To be honest, I've only watched this. I watched the trailer again today and I think that was the third or fourth time I've watched it. I've actually mm. tried not tried to not not to watch it too much, just because, mm-hmm. you know, as you listeners can tell, my my brain starts to run wild. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, it's 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 really interesting. Um, I think for me, um, you know, you mentioned Hulk. I'm I'm really curious to see what happens with Hulk because obviously, you know, at the end of Infinity War, it was clear that that Hulk and and Bruce Banner are not on the same page anymore. Mm. Um. And you know a lot of the the marketing for for this movie has has featured Hulk quite prominently. But then, you know, they did that with Infinity War, and they fooled us all. Um, you know, they they sold us all a, a red herring with that one. So um, I, I don't know kind of how that plays out, really. I mean, some people have speculated that we might be getting um, Professor Hulk, um, uh, which is a, a character from the comic books, um, yeah. which is basically oh, Professor you know, Banner. Yeah, Professor Banner. Sorry. Um, which is, you know, where um, Banner's consciousness remains within, like, Hulk's body, effectively. 
Um, and so that's a, you know, a possibility maybe, um, but yeah, we don't really know anything at all about what's coming for Hulk, and and that I find quite interesting. Um, Nebula story, I'm I'm kind of interested to see what they do with Nebula as well, because if you are familiar with um, Jim Starlin's uh, Infinity Gauntlet, then Nebula plays um, quite an important part in that. Um, and there's actually a part in the story where she gets hold of the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, and then she's able to bring back like a lot of the the heroes who were who were killed um, in the the in confronting Thanos um, in the comics. Um, so I'm interested to see if I mean I don't think they're going to directly do that um, in Endgame, but clearly you know Nebula has many unresolved issues with with Thanos in the MCU in the sense that you know aside from the fact that she's really not a big fan of her dad anyway. Um, you know, she considers her father the one who's responsible for the death of her sister, Gamora. So she's going to have a lot of, of stake in, you know, making sure that Thanos pays for, for what he did. So so I think she's going to have a, an interesting kind of arc that, you know, it'll be. I'm, I'm keen to see where that kind of goes, really. Um, and also Rocket as well, um, because Rocket is, you know, basically the last remaining Guardian at, the, at this point. Um you know he's he's out here on on his own with the avengers with you know the people that he knew as his family all gotten um so how is he going to deal with that um you know will he just be his usual sort of snarky self or or will it affect the 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 way that he um interacts with the other avengers and and things like that that i think could be really interesting as well so so yeah i think for me those are kind of the, the the characters that i'm really really looking forward to apart from you know all the obvious ones but but those are the kind of the the storylines that interest me somewhat um just to see where you know the, the story kind of goes for them um do you have any kind of um as you're in a, a spitballing mood um do you have any kind of uh theories around surprises that they might spring in this movie um, I mean, I've heard, um, again, going by internet scuttlebutt and, and rumor um, that, you know, there was during w when they had the reshoots last year, um, part of that featured um, Doctor Strange being filmed with what was described as a gigantic CGI character. Um, I don't, again, I don't know if that how true that is. Well, we're just going to have to wait to see the movie to, to see what that could potentially be. But um you know, as, as as said, as our resident comic book guru, um, is there any kind of, do you think, surprise characters that might maybe make a, a, an appearance in this movie, Rich? It's not, I mean, the question is, do I think a certain character or certain characters may appear? I think the question should be, what would I like to see? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let, let's do it in two parts then. Do what what you think might happen and then what you would like to happen. Um, okay, what I would like to happen, but maybe this is a bit too early, although you know I've seen I've seen crazier things happen. I would like to see the introduction of um whatever Disney stroke Marvel have acquired in the past few years in their domination of buying back their own characters and in turn just like just wrecking other houses and stuff like <laughs> that. Um I mean if if we're gonna be talking about opening up the MCU to alternate realities, which is, like I said, which have they, they've been hinting at since, you know, um, since Doctor Strange. You know what? You, use, use this as a, as a time to bring in 
the Fantastic Four. Um, I mean, hold on, Disney own the right to Fantastic Four, right? That's they do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, just double-checking. If they've been buying so much, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Disney um, been out here, like, dropping money, like, making it rain in the strip club. Exactly. Just coming here, just throwing runs up in the air, like... <laughs> <laughs> It's not even it's not, not even Disney or even more. You know who it is? It's just Mickey. Is it Mickey? Yeah. <laughs> He's walking like a boss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make it rain up in here, huh? <laughs> yeah, shake that tail feather, girl. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, because if we're gonna be losing certain certain characters from the MCU, they're gonna have to be replaced in one way or another. Um, and when I look at the comic book. Um, comic book world and then you look at the MCU there's obviously people that have been put into place to replace characters that Disney didn't have access to so for example I mean in the in in the comic book world I mean the the role of Doctor Strange is essentially it's filled by Mr. Fantastic and the Fantastic Four you know what I mean so I mean Mm. that would be a, a prime example I'm sure years ago if Disney or whoever like had the rights to make a film. Maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe that that maybe that that might not have been first. Maybe it would have been a Silver Surfer movie. Hmm. I mean that that would have been a, a really crazy wild trip uh, for a first introduction to the cosmic landscape of the of the of the MCU. Um, not to say that Guardians of the Galaxy didn't do well because that did freaking amazing. Um, so I mean th- those are things that I wouldn't mind that I wouldn't mind seeing, um, but small baby steps let's see what happens in regards to surprise characters that may turn that may turn up it hasn't really crossed my mind you know Mm. um i mean i would like to say that i would see somebody like adam warlock um but i know that adam warlock was a character that james gunn wanted to use for guardians of the galaxy 3 um but I would just like to see him introduced just because, once again, we're we're really deep into the cosmic landscape now in regards to, you know, from Guardians, Guardians 2, um, kind of dibble-dabble with it as far as I'm concerned of Doctor Strange. It's all the same thing. Then you've got Captain Marvel. Also, you've got, you know, Infinity War, and now you've got Endgame. So this, this latter half of, or let's say, like, Phase 3 has pretty much been just wild and out there hmm. so i think introducing a character like adam warlock i think i think it would be nice i think it'd be a nice opener um in how we can then view the space side of things from from a different from a different perspective so i'd like to see i'd like to see that character come through um i'm trying to think if there's anything else or anybody else that i'd like to see um I'd, no i think that's it i think that i was, I was going to say that i'd like to see like an old, like the original Nick Fury, but I don't think he's part of this MCU in any way or form. Um, and I think that would just com- to confuse people. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, what about you? Um, I was thinking uh, when I read the thing about Doctor Strange and, and the big CGI character, um, I immediately started thinking of the Living Tribunal. Okay. Because I started thinking that, you know, surely there's got to be some kind of cosmic balance. I mean, as you said, we, we've gone, you know, the MCU has, has very much gone down the road of, of um, the Marvel's kind of cosmic universe and exploring that. 
And um, given, you know, just the havoc that, that Thanos has wrought, um, because he's not only, you know, not only has the decimation affected Earth and the Avengers, it's infected the, uh, the entire universe. Mm. You know, potentially it's, you know, half the, the universe has been wiped out. Um, that's something that surely has got to, to prick up, you know, the, the attentions of those kind of older godlike beings um within the the marvel cosmic universe yeah um so yeah for some reason my brain just immediately went living tribunal maybe because of of um, what happens yeah because of what happens in in the comic books and things like that but um mm -hmm. yeah i mean sorry how, like how best would you describe the the living tribunal for people that don't know what the living tri tribunal is the living tribunal is basically I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he's the one above all because there is an actual character called the one above all. Mm. Um, but he is the judge, jury, and executioner for not just like the cosmic landscape, but for our particular universe. Yeah. And that's, and that's the best way to put it. Like he he mm. writes the rules for the cosmic entity that we all reside in, which is eternity. So we live in the Milky Way galaxy, and this Milky Way galaxy uh is just one galaxy amongst what trillions billions zillions and then we all actually reside in an actual construct which has a personality known as eternity mm. and then you have infinity which is the sister to eternity and then you've got um chaos and order so you have all of these cosmic constructs which all have and serve a purpose um and they help to bring balance to to life as, as we know it and the person who resides over all of that is a living tribunal and it's him that passes laws um and allows certain things to happen um that, that that's actually a really good really good point jay maybe living tribunal because if you think about it everybody and anybody that may have been able to cause thanos any form of trouble effectively has kind of left the scene mm. the ancient one has left and and, and well, the ancient one's gone um Ego is pretty much powerful mm. and he and he got destroyed. Uh Odin, who we know like like he we know that he's pretty much a bit of a badass from what we can see, especially when you look at his son and you look at his daughter mm. and, and look at the people that he's fought against, such as Surtur, who's also gone as well. Um yeah, so may, maybe having the living tribunal come in, maybe that you know, having a heavy hit like that might be the way forward. Mm. Um yeah, it, it, it's a possibility. A, a big CGI character that was starring alongside um, Doctor Strange. Mm. Mm. Maybe, maybe, maybe they bring back Dormammu. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Bargain, Dormammu. <laughs> Shit's gone south. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's just Dormammu. I, I don't know, but um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Really, is was maybe the the Living Tribunal, something like that. That that would be pretty cool um i think yeah, to see but i mean apart from that i think the you you kind of said it earlier really just seeing like different groups of avengers or characters that we may not have seen yet or getting hints at, at things like i'd love to get like some hints at maybe you know the future um as well because i, I get the feeling this is going to be an emotional roller coaster this film and it's going to leave people drained um so i'd like to get you know some kind of positive hints for the future of the mcu Mm. um so i'd like to kind of maybe get some glimpses at i don't know maybe like a young avengers or, or something like that i mean um 
you know, there, we know there's going to be um, a couple of new characters joining the MCU in in a sense that we'll have the Eternals coming soon yeah. um, in the future. We'll have Shang-Chi, we'll have a Shang-Chi movie um, yeah. at some point in the future as well. Um, so maybe, yeah, just some kind of hints as to where the the, the MCU is is going to go next, um, you know, after after Endgame. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that's really what I'd, I'd I'd like to see. But that brings us nicely along to kind of the the final talking point of the podcast for today, which um, is always the most emotional one. We we asked this question at the at the um, uh, in our Infinity War podcast. If for those of you who haven't listened to that, you can have a listen to that on the podcast channel. Um, but yeah, it's the question that we 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 don't like asking, but it has to be asked. Um, Rich, who out of the original Avengers do you think is going to die, and who do you think is going to survive? All of them, and then we're going to bring in another Avengers team from alternate reality, and that keeps everybody happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love your positivity, man. I really yeah. do. But <laughs> um, I, I think it's it's Captain America, mm. Iron Man. I mean, they, I mean, they seem they seem the most obvious, mm. Um, mm. and I think because they seem the most obvious, like I said, the way how the Russos go about things, if it is one of those two, it's gonna have to be something spectacular. Whereas, like, mm. oh my god, like, yeah, that that was worth it, you know. Um, I, for some reason, I just can't see any of those two, so mm. like, to, to any of those two surviving. Mm. I, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I mean, or, again, or it's um. Yeah, I mean, again, based on internet scuttlebutt, um, the, the the big spoiler kings are insisting that basically only two of the five OG Avengers will still be alive at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, I Again, I don't know how true that is. Um, so listeners take that with a pinch of salt. I'm just sharing it here because, you know, I read it online and thought maybe it'd be interesting um, to discuss. But... You know, we we don't we have no idea whether that's true or not, and and whether that's going to play out that way or not. Um, and as Rich said, you know, the Russo brothers do like to surprise, so they'll you know they they may well pull off a, a surprise or two yet with with this movie. Um, mm. But yeah, you know, I mean, I I feel like one of those two is going to go. One of Iron Man or, or Captain America is going to go. I I can't. I can't put a finger on who I think it is. I, I'm perhaps leaning a little bit more towards Cap. Yeah. Um, just purely because of the arc that he's been on from, you know, from the first Avenger up to the Avengers to Winter Soldier to Civil War yeah. to Infinity War and then down this. Um, mm. it, it just kind of feels like for his story, that is almost the trajectory that his his story has taken. And it seems almost inevitable that, you know he's gonna end up sacrificing himself for you know his team for yeah his family for for the universe yeah um because he just he, you know as I said they've they've set him up to be that type of a character yeah um tony stark i i he's he's an outside bet uh, you know because potentially he could um pass away as well i mean mm. there's 
but even if he does die, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the end of Tony Stark. I mean, um, he could quite easily, you know, create a new AI or something like that and upload his consciousness into a new AI, um, as has been done in the comic books um, recently. Yeah. I mean, particularly with um, the Riri Williams storyline, it was um, he was her Jarvis, basically, um, in, in her yeah. suit. So, um, you know, there's every possibility that, that maybe if Tony does die, that that's kind of what he does. He has this fail safe, this contingency where he's able to upload his consciousness in there and, and, and live on, so to speak, um, in that regard. Um, for the others, uh, I can kind of see Hawkeye dying as well, especially if his family's dead, because it's yeah. like, you know, what else does he have to live for almost? I mean, it, it depends on what kind of happens with his character in Endgame and what they decide to do with it. But, um, yeah, I can kind of see him dying if there's, you know, as I said, if he's got nothing left to, to live for, then, you know, what, what really is, is, is going to be his, his purpose going forward. If the original Avengers end up having to take heavy losses in order to, to stop Thanos. So yeah, he's one I could, I could possibly see Hulk. I, I don't think so. Um, I think he, he Hulk will make it through to the end. Although I suspect something will, something major will happen with Hulk in this movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I can still see Hulk being around at, at the end. Um, Four is another tricky one because, like he, again with the the, the with the art that he's been on, um, it's kind of hard to see where he goes. Although that said. Um, you know, again, it, a lot depends on what happens in Endgame because, you know, as far as we know, um, only half of the Asgardians on board that that ship that Thanos invaded in Infinity War died. Um, so presumably the other half escaped um, along with Valkyrie. So there's Asgardians out there somewhere in, in the galaxy. Um, so maybe, you know, there's a motivation there to keep his his character alive because... You can tell stories around him, you know, trying to find his people. And and as you said um, earlier, you know, deciding whether or not he's going to be a king or or if he's just going to, you know, maybe just be a leader to these people rather than, um, you know, be an actual king. Yeah. Um, and they have no home as well. So, you know, the, the presumably they're going to have to find a home for these uh, Asgardians, somewhere for them to live. Um so yeah, so four, I, I, I'm not sure. Um, Black Widow, I think no way. I think she'll survive. Um, I, I just don't see any scenario where they kill her off and, and there's nothing really to be gained by doing it unless they can come up with a really kind of clever way of, of, of pulling it off. Um, I think she'll make it. So yeah, I, I, I think, um, God, it's, it's hard to say, man. It's hard to say because I was convinced Captain America was going to die in Infinity War and he didn't. So, <laughs> like, you know, you, you never know. You, you never know with these guys. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. But listeners, let us know what you think about, um, you know, who you think is going to survive uh, Avengers Endgame. Um, you can find out how to get in touch with us um, at the end of this episode. So just have a listen along um, towards the end and then you'll find out uh, how to get in touch. Um, we'd love to have a chat with you about it. Um, uh, but one yeah, more, one more, one more thing, one more thing. Mm -hmm. Hey, see, quick, quick question: Is see when they released the trailer for Infinity War, um, mm -hmm. and it shows them running in Wakanda, and you see Hulk in the in the back running with them, right? Yes, that first one. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. What was that in all of the trailers, or was it in just that one? No, it was just in that one. But then they used that to basically, and then you know, then everyone thought that Hulk was going to be in Wakanda just from that little seat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, and like I said, just had another bit of a brain fart because we know the Russos like to throw people off the scent. Imagine if that scene when it shows all of the Avengers in their kind of you know quote unquote spacesuits. Imagine that's just CGI that's been added in just for the trailer, just to throw people off. It might well be, you know, it might well be, it might well be that, because remember in uh, that shot has been reused um, previously, it was used in the, um, in the Super Bowl trailer and in the Super Bowl trailer, um, number one, it was a wide angle shot. So you didn't really get a close up on their faces. It was more just the silhouettes of them walking past. Yeah. Yeah. But also um, they didn't have spacesuits on in that they had their uniforms on. Mm. And also you could see that Rocket Raccoon was was in the lineup there. Yeah. Whereas in this one, um, in the final trailer, he's not there. Mm. So, um, yeah, they're, 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 there's obviously something going on there because he's not there. Hulk isn't there. Um, Four isn't shown in that either. Captain Marvel isn't shown in that either. So mm. you're kind of like, hmm, what's, you know, are they, is that a direct scene from the movie as as is or have they again done some some trickery to kind of play around with um who is there and who isn't because yeah. that potentially yeah <laughs> changes changes a lot of things as well um because bear in mind as well it shows that tony stark and nebula are there yeah um but uh, but the, you know for all the trailers we've seen so far as far as we know they're stranded in space <gasps> so you know how is it that they're now here? How did they get back to Earth? Um, you know, what kind of happened? Did they even get back to Earth? Are they still stuck in space? Who knows? You know, we we don't really know what what they're doing and 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 how they're intending to do it. So yeah, it's, it's I, just, I just had another one. I just had another brain fart. All mm. right, quantum realm, quantum realm, time traveling, but it's just not like you said, like linear back and forth time traveling. You can also go left to right, so you mm. can time travel. Back and forth, but left to right means you go to an alternate universe. Mm. There's that little scene in the trailer where you've got Ant Man looking at that poster, and it looks and it's got like the wanted, po the missing posters on there. Oh there's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about that scene that just seems like really not from this time period. It feels like I don't know if maybe it's just me, but it feels like it could be something from like a scene from like an '80s film or mm. like a film from like the '90s, and then basically. When they, when you see Ant Man, I mean, obviously this might be the way how the trailer's been cut because the Russos are like that. And when you see Ant Man um, on the monitor screen, and it shows um, Steve Rogers and Black Widow, it's almost like they don't recognize him. Am I correct in saying that? Um, no, it's not that they don't recognize him. I, I think it's more that um, you're talking about the first trailer, right? Um, the first trailer where he's the outside of the, the building talking to to the camera saying yeah. um you guys remember me don't you um no yeah, i don't it's think me. it's that they, they they don't recognize him i think it's more that they're shocked that he's there um yeah because you know at the beginning of that trailer you get the um if you remember at the beginning of the trailer it, it features um black widow talking to bruce banner and they're looking at um the kind of holographic pictures of all the heroes who are missing yeah, and Ant Man yeah. is on the list. He he's on the list as as missing, along with Shuri and Spider Man. True, true, true. So maybe I was thinking maybe that it's just that they're shocked that he's 
turned up at, at their doorstep. But again, maybe, you know, who knows? You, you could be onto something there. Well, like, um, what, I was, what, I, what I was thinking is that maybe like the snap has affected the, like I said, because it is affected time, not just like a, like our universe, but timelines and alternate universes that run along, that run alongside us. That's mm. why they were shocked to see him. And that's why they like the, the feel and the look of it looks a bit different. But um, mm. he just shut that down on live air. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry about that, man. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, as said, I mean, that, that doesn't necessarily mean you're, that you're wrong. Um, it, it just, who knows, bruv? We're, we're, we're both spitballing right now. So, you know, yeah, I could be yeah. completely wrong and you could be completely right. It could be a, a, a we could be talking about a totally different timeline right now, you know. Um, and that's the beauty of this movie and this trailer. It's, it's as said, it's given us it's given us stuff, but it's also given us nothing at all. So you're still kind of left to 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 speculate, which is fun. You know, that that's the the part that we enjoy, listeners. And I'm sure that's the part you enjoy as well if you're Avengers fans. So um yeah you know we shall have to wait until april the 22nd i think it is uh, it's a release date. so far man so far <laughs> it's really not that far you know if you think about it. it it's really not it's only about maybe six weeks away yeah um that's and that's gonna fly that's <laughs> nah. no dude it's gonna fly i'm telling you it's gonna fly <laughs> fast like it's crazy how how close it is man so yeah, we're all bracing ourselves for that one. But that will conclude our chat on Avengers Endgame. Um, as said, uh, you know, if you do want to get involved in the conversation, then have a listen to um, the short trailer at the end of this podcast recording, and that will let you know how you can get in touch with us. Um, before we wrap up as well, uh, just a couple of kind of housekeeping bits and, and shout outs and stuff. First of all, um, a big thank you as always to Rob Wade from Emotionally 14. Um Emotionally 14 is a uh, network of, of podcasts, basically, that offer loads of different things around um, geek culture and, and pop culture. Um, there's lots of Star Wars stuff there. So if you're a Star Wars fan and you love Star Wars podcasts and you love Star Wars geeks talking about Star Wars, Emotionally 14 is the place you need to be. But they also do gaming um, videos as well on YouTube and, and gaming podcasts. They they do general chit chats. They do all sorts of stuff over there. So um, head over to emotionally14.com to check that out. Um, again, a big thank you as well to the Britpod scene. Um, that's a network of British podcasters, podcasters who do podcasts about all kinds of things. So, you know, whatever kind of thing you're into, make sure you go and head over to BritPodScene.com uh, and check out all of the podcasts over there. Um, and lastly, yes, uh, Richard mentioned, you know, at the top of the show, the, the Bebop rewatch, um, as kind of explained, sorry, we, we kind of have, have lost a bit of, of time with that and lost a bit of traction, but we haven't given up on that. We're far from done with the Bebop rewatch. Um, we will be returning to that soon. I, I can't give you an exact date as to when we will be returning, but we will be returning to the Bebop rewatch. Um, just as soon as we can. So for those of you who are listening to that and enjoying that, um, stick with us um, and we'll get that ball rolling soon. Um, Rich, anything you wanted to add before we kick out? No, 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 no. I won't stop if I stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to sleep tonight, are you? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to lie awake in bed, staring at the ceiling, oh. thinking about the quantum realm and <laughs> all the possibilities of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think I'll probably end up doing the same myself, man. <laughs> All right, listeners. Well, um, I'm going to head out here. Thanks a lot for listening. And as I said, thank you so much for for being patient with us, with the, the gaps between podcasts. Um, I know it's not convenient, but make sure you subscribe to us wherever you're listening to this podcast uh, episode. Um, and you'll be updated as soon as new episodes are available. So it's a good night from me. I'm going to kick out. Rich Kids, say good night. Good night. And we'll see you again real soon, people. Take care of yourselves. Peace out. Thanks for listening to us. If you're down with Wulong Talks, show some love by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Wulong Talks. You can also find us online at www.wulongtalks.com or drop us an email at wulongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the BrickPod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 endorsed. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters.